0: This episode of Mobcast Radio is proudly sponsored by Astro Artistry. Check out Diana Fontes and her astrology, her art, and her magic community at astroartistry.com. You are listening to Mobcast Radio, brought to you by the Mob Nation, a national alliance of mom-owned businesses. Let's get started.
1: Hello, and welcome back to Mobcast Radio, presented by the Mob Nation. My name is Maury, and I am the Vice President of Membership for the Mob Nation. And I am here with my two lovely co-hosts. I'll let them introduce themselves.
0: My favorite thing is that when you introduce yourself, you say Maury. Like no last name, like Madonna, like just (laughs) the Maury.
1: Icon status. It's It's a thing.
0: Beyonce. I am Aria, Aria Lighty, and I am the founder and CEO of The Mob Nation.
2: And I am Gwena Toya. I am the COO of The Mob Nation, and I'm kind of excited about this episode. I'm excited to talk about this because it's one of those things that happens and just kind of like it's a frustrating experience, and then you don't talk about it, but I think talking about it is super important.
1: Dude bros. Dude, bros. Okay, first, before you even get started, disclaimer I don't hate men. Okay, I actually live with one and I'm quite fond of him. Um, I also have a great relationships with many men in my life, including my dad. Don't know daddy, it isn't a daddy issues episode. Okay, um, the two bro, is something different, unique, annoying. Okay, and honestly, really problematic. So, I'm excited that we're addressing it today too.
0: And to add to that, anyone can be a dude bro, right? It's not just men. It's like a I mean, a lot of it, a lot of the dude bros are men, but anyone can be an honorary dude bro. And <laughs> I think that the whole hash
1: awards.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the hashtag girl bosses are totally dude bros too. Cause it is like a mentality and what we're focusing on is dude bro, like BS in business, and it's wrapped in hustle culture and like manipulation. Um, we're talking about dude bro marketing and attitudes and all of that, because that's where the real issue is like the Lamborghini marketing, the work two hours a week from your toilet seat and make seven figures an hour, like renting the Ferraris for photo shoots and using a mansion, your real estate friend is selling to create your core videos. Now that I'm calling out anyone specifically or have anyone in mind when I'm <laughs> specific. <explaining that>. But <laughs> nobody in particular, but, and I know that Gwen has a real disdain for dude bro marketing too, because you have brought it up in um, many conversations. I really do. It causes so much harm. It, I mean, first of all, it's, it's exclusionary
2: just by its nature, but they make so much noise. They take up so much oxygen and they end up drowning out really valuable thoughtful voices in their their sphere because they're just the loudest. They're like crows screaming at the top of their lungs trying to get attention instead of having something that's like actually valuable. And then people see that as the version of success that they want, even if it's not real and they try to emulate it and they end up burnt out or not understanding that there are better and other ways to connect and just exist in the world, right? Like you don't have to be a dude bro to have success. And the idea that, you know, so often that's the only option. Like you either are this dude, bro, screaming on the corner all the time, or you don't have anything. And it's just, it's so not the way it is.
1: No. And there's so much posturing, right. That takes place within this mentality, not to mention the attempts to sell a lifestyle that they don't possess, you know? And like, think about that. Like, can you sell something to someone that you do not have? That's called fraud. When you try, when you try to sell something that you do not have, that's fraudulent behavior, and this is like a whole fraudulent culture, like a culture built on that fraudulent lifestyle, and it's it's gross. And hey, listen, I believe in success, and I believe that if you want a nice car and you can afford to buy the nice car and care for it, get the nice car. This is not a a, a poverty thing, like right. This is not a hey, everyone should just not have and, you know, it's not that. But what's not cool is selling a lie so that you can live your dreams, right? You deserve to live your dreams, but the way to get there is not by selling a lie to someone else. That's damaging and gross.
0: Or like Gwen said, selling that that's the only path to success or that's the only way that it looks or that's the only way to have it, right? Like that is super toxic too. And the whole reason that we wanted to have this podcast conversation is because of an interaction that I had last week with a group of dude bros. Um, so I met with them. This group is hosting an event in Hawaii next year, a really big conference. And now the mob only works with groups and events and resources that we really trust to bring to the members that like align with our energy. And this one on first glance did not appear to, but I'd been introduced to them. So I took the meeting and they spent the entire time acting like I was on like an audition to prove to them why I could help them with marketing and selling tickets. And I don't need a marketing job. I (laughs) was giving you an opportunity to partner with like a powerful group of badasses. I was providing a way to get access to thousands of incredible humans and business owners. And this whole thing was just like lots of mansplaining, lots of attitude. And like, even after I explained what the mob is, like, you know, a powerhouse freaking group with members nationwide, like a social media app, a group that moves millions of dollars between each other each year, the largest directory in the nation. I'm like describing all of this and they're like rolling their eyes. And at one point he just interrupts me and says like, okay, I won't drag this out anymore. And basically like ends the call with that. And I just like ended up laughing as we hung up, but it was just such like a weird freaking experience. I'm sorry that
1: you even just sat through that meeting, but it's such a great reminder of how amazing and powerful our community is. It reminds me of like being in corporate America, you know, which I did for 10 years and sitting through planning and marketing and strategy meetings with a group of guys, who really wanted you to bring snacks, like that's really why, like they just wanted, what could they take from you in that meeting, only invited you for optics so they could say they invited, you know, woman. And for me, I'm a double, right? I'm black and I'm a woman. It was like a twofer. Yeah. It's like a twofer that they could get by inviting me to the meeting with no intention of listening to, you know, what I actually had to contribute it's gross. And you know, so it plays out in the entrepreneurial world in the same way it plays out in, you know, corporate America.
0: I totally remember those days. Like I have kind of put that out of my brain, but <laughs> so <it> was a <laughs> lot younger, but I was often treated that exact same way by corporate bosses and like the CEOs that I had to sit across from at like 20, 21 years old. And this is not the first time that I've been treated like this as the founder of the mob either. It like you said, like goes into the entrepreneur space too. Um, And we've mentioned many times on the podcast, like how the mob was treated at events and pitches and how people like walked away from us like mid pitch. And um, it's definitely not the first eye roll that I've received. But I think I've been so wrapped up for so long in fellow groups and communities that really align with our values and energy that it's just, it's been a while since I've had that experience. Like I got so spoiled hanging out and connecting with partners like open pine and inner glow circle and like Inadot, like rad people that actually understand what collaboration is and so it kind of left me feeling well first i was just like totally caught off guard because i was like what the heck <laughs> is this but then i left kind of feeling frustrated But then that really turned into like being super fired up to want to keep doing the work that we're doing, and it reminded me how far we've come, but also how much work we still have to do. So it really got me thinking: like, how do we counteract this type of thinking and culture? Because these guys, I mean, they're hosting an event, right? Like that's what this whole meeting was about: is to host a dude bro event to continue (laughs) this narrative, and they wanted help from me to sell these tickets to moms and get more moms into their events right and so it's like how do we kind of um counteract this idea of like these people that are talking people into their ideas of being millionaires and they're trying to attract those people that they don't even really think will be millionaires so that they can keep feeding off of that and continue to have these like toxic people that are feeding off of this like bs that they are you know spewing
2: I mean, the only way that we can counteract it is to keep showing up, right? Like I also get spoiled by the mob community and mob culture is such a unique space to be in because it means everybody can thrive because everyone is rooting for each other. And even as individuals are working for their own growth and their own, you know, business success, they're also turning around and supporting others, turning around and lifting people up, making sure that they are, you know, supporting others, changing those little purchases like we talk about you know, instead of buying your toothpaste from the grocery store, you find a mob to buy it from. Instead of your laundry detergent, you find a mob to buy it from. Instead of that next big, you know, roofing project, you find a mob roofer because we know that they exist. We know that there's a lot of them. And, you know, when these situations exist, it makes me even more determined to make sure the mob is a big enough table with enough seats for everyone. Because the best way that we can counteract it is to by keep showing up and keep growing and making sure that our message and the mob mentality gets out there so that others can find it and join it. And they don't have to see that as just the one option.
0: Yeah. Or get totally turned off and be like, okay, this is not for me. Entrepreneurship is not for me. Success is not for me. Totally. Um, And you know what else that I was just thinking about something that I noticed with this interaction. So I went into the meeting They're in Hawaii and one of their businesses that they have is affected by a mandate that just got put into place here in Hawaii. And so I started off like I normally do, like kind of asking how are they for doing, like using a piece of knowledge that I have about this person that I'm connecting with. Because obviously, before I go to my collaboration meetings, I go to look at who they are and who I'm trying to partner with and who I'm talking to. And so that's a way to show them that I care that I'm walking into this knowledge and to like honor that kind of like difficult space that they're in. They knew that the mob had this big launch coming up and that it was just a couple of days after our big conference, because I'd mentioned to them um, in emails that that's why I couldn't meet until after all of that was over. And even after I brought that up, like there was no mention of it. No, oh, how did your big launch go? Or no interest in the conference, like none of it, especially since you guys are trying to throw a conference, you would think that you would say, oh, how did your conference go, you know? And that was my first indicator right off the bat that these were not collaborators, Um, because when we collaborate, like we have to give a crap about the person on the other end. We have to care about each other and how we connect and like what makes us great partners. And that's what a true collaboration and partnership is and building relationships. That's how you do it. Not just asking, oh, what can you do for me? Right. And I think dude bro marketing is like selfish and like really self-focused. It's make as much as possible while giving as little as possible to others and not caring about anyone else. And it's that one size fits all of getting to like not getting to know people. And it's much like the dude bro networking scene, because <laughs> that's where that plays into, you know, the whole business side too and that's why we saw that all the time right that's why we work to completely change the way that relationships are created in the mob just give give a crap about people
1: (laughs) i this because i tell people all the time when they're thinking of joining the mob alliance that we expect members to be committed to the success of others not just committed to coming in to round up customers and referrals like community requires reciprocal relationships it's that's what makes a community and um and not just a vacuum right because that dude bro culture is a vacuum like we're just going to suck in and eat up every all the resources all you know and are you like they were trying to put you in the vacuum right <laughs> like we're just gonna you're just gonna be brought along so we can take everything out of you suck everything that we can get out of you and then leave you in this waste bin
0: New right? No questions of how to give back to the mob. Oh, because
1: you don't, you don't try to give back made. to the dust yeah. in the vacuum.
0: <laughs> you don't, you don't
1: do anything for it. You toss it like, cause you know, it's take it, take, take, take. And then that's it. And that's not, that's not all we got here. It's why it's so special. It's right. It's so different. It's why people feel different when they leave, when they walk away and they talk about the mob High you you get high off recipro- reciprocation. you do not get high off of feeling like someone sucked you dry, like took everything you could have had to offer and gave nothing back. That leaves you feeling empty and depleted. That's what those that that kind of environment will do to you, and that's why the mob is so different.
2: Well, I think it's also the way that Aria approaches collaboration and partnerships is also different. Because the mob does partner with a lot of really amazing groups, but there's a thoughtfulness and an intent behind the partnership. It's not just partnering with everybody that you can get your hands on for no reason, right? Like there's a thoughtfulness to it. And is this going to be a good connection for our members? How can it help our members? And that's what we do, right? The entire point behind the mob nation is how do we support our members and help them? And that reciprocal commitment that Maury was talking about is what makes there's a mob for that so powerful because one mob supports another mob, and then that mob supports another mob, and then outside referrals happen because the mob supported each other, and then they can refer them to friends and family, and then somebody gets found in the directory. And through all of that, the mob economy grows in a way that nurtures community instead of takes it away from community. And instead of leaving people hollow and dried out, it fills their cup. It makes them feel excited to participate and It just changes culture. We just, we're just changing culture as we do this.
1: Yes. And you guys, it it feels better. It feels better. Like Aria said in the beginning, how dude bros can definitely be women. And um, in the direct sales space, you see a lot of it. I was in direct sales for years and we love our direct sales members um but you see it there too you see it you see the woman side of the dude bro a lot in in that space girl boss yeah you're right girl boss and this is what you could your life could be like this i'm on the beach all the time i'm always on vacation you know with a professional photographer following me and my family to take pictures of us on vacation And, you know, this could be your life. And hey, like Glenn said, everybody doesn't want the life that is presented. That's not everybody's dream, number one. So that's not everybody's version of success. But also knowing that it's not available to everyone, that it's not, you know, and selling it hardcore anyway.
0: Put into it too. The shame into if you're not achieving those goals, if you're not the one working four hours a week and having you know, a team and making all of that. Like that's a part of that culture too. The whole dude bro marketing is that shame aspect to keep you wanting to buy the products and wanting to go to the conferences and stuff like that, because you're not doing enough.
1: enough Yeah. (laughs) It's part of that hustle culture too, right? Where that comes in. You don't have this because you don't work hard enough. I worked really hard. This is why I have that, which isn't always true either, (laughs) you know? And that's absolutely true. The shame, the shame. So I'm glad that we're talking about it. We would love to, you know, continue the conversation. Tell us what you guys think. Do you have some dude bro stories of your own? I'd love to <laughs> I'd love to see a whole thread of everyone's dude bro
0: stories. Yes, go into mob social, tell us. <laughs> yes, go into
1: mob social, just start a thread of dude bro stories. We want to hear from you. Guys. Thanks for listening today. And again, I can't wait to hear some of the feedback
0: from this one. And we want to end this episode thanking our um, episode sponsor, Astro Artistry. Uh, They are a glow up member of the Mob Nation. And this is like the second time that this is so fitting because like the sponsor really ties into like the conversation. Uh, Because not only does Astro Artistry, like they create their magic with their clients and their art, but they are also working really hard to call out dude broke culture and hustle culture and address these different issues and burn down these systems. So this is conversations that they have all the time. So check out their information in the show notes because they really like bring the heat in these <laughs> types of different, um, conversations and interactions. So like Maureen said, let us know your feelings on this episode, tag us on, um, Instagram, connect in mob social, and, um, we will talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to Mobcast radio brought to you by the mob nation to join our movement, visit themobnation.com. And make sure to check out the largest directory of mom-owned businesses at There's a Mob for